0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're building a bridge to
1: beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading The Bridge to Terabithia, or just Bridge to Terabithia, by Katherine Patterson, and starting with a beer. This is from Evil Twin NYC, and it is called, Why is Orange Coffee Not Orange? Now, you might wonder, what the fuck does that have to do with this beloved children's novel? And the children have a very healthy imagination, and orange coffee is something that exists only in one's imagination. Therefore, this beer, which is a imperial stout that's twelve point eight percent alcohol, conditioned on orange in quotes coffee. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like orange, you glad it's not coffee? But it does not taste like oranges at all. It tastes like coffee stout, and it's delicious. But I don't know twelve point eight.
2: It's a hearty boy. It's a yeah, it's one. a
1: hot as balls day. In fact, my, yeah, if I were to describe the the swamp nuts conditions right now, I'd have to say briny because it's really quite, it's quite like El Nino. Boi- it's, oh, it's not a boy; it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a great stout. Just uh, I don't know why they call it orange coffee. I don't know what orange in quotes coffee is. It's not like a, I don't get a hint of citrus out of this. It's just coffee where they say orange over it. Yeah which is a strange. I mean I'm looking at orange coffee. I think it's a I think it's a brand of coffee, is probably what it is. And Is it Dutch? It's from the, the, the Royal House of it's the a, Netherlands it's Protestant <laughs>
0: Coffee <laughs> William of Orange.
1: you know um,
0: carrots are only
1: orange because of them?
2: Yes, that's true. Because of what? Because They were bred to be orange. Yeah, horticulturalist because bred carrots orange.
1: to make orange to impress a fucking Dutch master. <laughs> <laughs> well all right yeah, i think orange coffee is a brand i just looked it up they have their it has that their beans have that just squeezed flavor
2: that's so is that dumb. what it says it's what it says on this coffee website here that is uh that makes sense for people that don't know anything about coffee hopefully yeah. they removed the pulp first oh i like pulp in my coffee
1: grove stand coffee nice grit <laughs> mm, pulpy uh, okay, so uh, this book is a very famous children's novel, young adult novel, I guess, before young adult was really a... Th- I mean, it's it's a children's novel, so that's really
0: what we would call young adult, right? But, okay, we would call it middle grade, probably, is kind of a better way to say it for today. Although well, we to that, distinction, <laughs> that distinction, I think, didn't work. Yeah. didn't really exist in 1970, was seven seventy eight 78, 77. something like that, when it came out. So it's really just kind of like a chapter book for kids but it's a little heavier than it turned out to be way uh
2: only at the very like really really sad for a a fucking kid's book but we'll get to that (laughs) this was basically the novel version of the equivalent of my girl dude i was gonna say that yeah right Got the same vibe the whole time it was exactly like my girl
1: just less fewer children in it who were touched by michael jackson (laughs) the bee's knees at all ouch oh man (laughs) (laughs) yes there were many bees ouch it made my mood ring turn
2: to a different color. I forget what color mood rings go to. <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember anything else of the movie except she was it, lived in a funeral home and her friend died. And Dan Aykroyd was her I dad, right? Wasn't Dan Aykroyd the dad? Dan Aykroyd, yeah. And he died. He died getting
1: her mood ring, and she like lost right. her mood ring in the woods. And it was yeah. nineteen, you know, six seventy. And they were like, "That's a life or death thing." And he chose. He chose death. You know that really so, stung. Jesus. So, he was busy getting. Uh... <laughs> so we just ruined my girl for you, which I'm guessing is a film Nate has never seen. I have never seen it. No. Well, it
0: came out when you it came out when you were in your 70s, and if not, I kid, did. I never <laughs> yeah, did exactly. Watch it. it wasn't. I wasn't the right demographic. No, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, but I do know what happens in it.
2: Yeah, we just told you, dude. <laughs> no, no, before now, it's, I did actually know. C- what happened, it's certainly but... Anna Chlumsky's greatest work. So I mean, get on that this, and you know. my
1: girl too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't believe I remember her name.
2: <laughs> I think she like didn't actually she's, she's on. She's not. No, she stopped for a long time. Then. she's on. She's been on Veep for the whole time. Oh, okay.
1: There you go. All right, back to Bridge to Terabithia. So uh, I chose this book for us to read, kind of randomly, just because I wanted to read it. I had a copy of it, and it. One of the sources of when I'm like trying to think of something to read, because I'm a list-oriented person, I'll look up certain. Like I'll my one life running goal is to read all the Booker winners and all the Pulitzer winners. And the other list I'll look at is the Newbery Medal, which is for children's books, but tends to be more chaptery young adult books, especially more recently. It's not really picture books too often, but I have a kid, so it's not
2: going to hurt me to read a picture book. It's going to be hard to find picture books worthy of award. Well, there are. Besides The Very Hungry Caterpillar. I don't know if that actually won any awards. Someone fucked up. <laughs> that book is awesome. Fucking, it speaks the truth.
1: it um, was very angry. maybe it won the Caldecott. I don't know. The Caldecott is the award for best illustrations in a children's book. Hmm. But this won the New- Newbery Award, the Newbery Medal. Catherine Patterson. I th- won a whole bunch of awards. She was hot, hot shit in her day. I think she's still alive. She's an old bag now. And I was like, let's just read this book.
2: It's short, and uh, if it's really terrible, we'll make fun of it. It's something I've, I've heard of forever, but I never actually read it I thought it was definitely like a fantasy thing
0: Yeah, I, I had definitely heard of it And I also, I guess, kind of thought it was fantasy But then halfway through, I was like, wait a minute Is this the book where, oh yeah, no, this is the one Yeah, so I had, I had no actually, idea. I had actually, somebody long ago Must have told me what happens in this book Because halfway through, I was like, wait a minute I think I know what's going to happen here
1: I, you know, one thing that made me think very strongly was fantasy. There was a movie of this in 2007 or so. Yeah. And I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, that's obviously a kid's movie. And I was 20 at the time. Um, Yeah, I was 20. And I had no interest in seeing a kid's movie. I was like, that looks dumb. I was
0: 220. Nate,
1: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Nate, Nate was just entering his third century of life. And... I remember seeing the trailer and, like, they use, like, cool special effects for, I guess, when they were having their imagination scenes in Terabithia. And I thought they were, like, going to some magical realm or something. It's kind of what I thought happened in the book.
0: Well, the book did quote the Chronicles of Narnia, or at least put that in. Like, oh, and here's the Chronicles of Narnia as a thing that they were, that the kids were reading. And I think, actually, the title
1: she accidentally copied from... uh, I, I, too,
2: saw that on Wikipedia. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but mean, yeah, it's, it's,
2: our it's, it's, it's crack team of researchers Yes
1: The, the venerable you Wikipedia both the
2: same There was surprisingly not that much out there Like to look up about the book Not, not, not a huge amount of like background information on it Not because it's pretty straightforward Like a young Young Very young adult book But there wasn't like There wasn't like a dedicated body of like You know scholarly writings or reviews on this Part of that might be because
1: this kind of predates Young adult books being considered decent.
2: <laughs> yeah, know?
1: certainly. I'm um, not going to review it in the New York Times because it's a book for kids. No, but nowadays a big kid's book will get reviewed yeah. because they know it's going to sell a million copies. So they might as well jump in on that, kind of like what we do on this podcast. But By she had reviewing 40 year old children's books. <laughs> well, it's, it's, well, it's a very, but well, like, when new things come out, we're, we're, we're yeah, sometimes definitely. we do that. Uh, yeah, but apparently, Terabinthia is a place in one of the cat
2: Narnia books which is not an accident she just unintentionally stole that name i guess but oh well. she said he also probably stole that name from the terebinth tree in the bible sure why not he was a big jesus guy so he was a huge jesus guy it's very likely guy. like he knew that or unconsciously knew that phrase he wrote a lot of jesusy stuff and
1: she also was a big jesus person uh is her both her parents were like missionaries
2: she was born in um china when her parents were doing missionary work. That honestly is a little surprising considering the tone of this book, but I guess that's something we'll talk about.
0: Yeah, so let's get right down to the plot. So, it doesn't have a super complicated plot. The main character is named Jess, and he is in fourth grade, and he, is, he lives on a farm, and his family is really, really poor. Like,
2: comically poor. <laughs> And they're within driving distance of Washington D.C. I think that's so still, still true. Not today. like <laughs> in like Alabama, there, <laughs> there are <laughs> a yeah. lot of poor it's people. Still, well, well, actually, a different kind of poor. poor.
0: The uh, wealthiest congressional district in, in America is, in fact, in Virginia, just on the border of Washington D.C. So, thanks to all that Defense Department money, this is no longer true. Hmm. So his family got run out of there long ago. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're dead. But well, Don't spoil the ending, dude. So, Jess is like the only responsible one. He's got yeah. two older sisters. <laughs> Working girls.
1: Basically, yeah. yes.
2: Yeah, uh, they, they, it's kind of weird because they're still in high school. They're not like old. They're, they're showing they just, off the goods in church all the time.
1: They were just born a little too early for Jeffrey Epstein to find them. They, they are. We don't know that. <laughs> well they would have been only well, yeah, that's true he was active um, yeah they just dress like hussies and try to trick their mother out of giving her them the one nickel she has so they could go blow boys or something behind a just dumpster cut it into pieces that's one cent
2: each
0: that's <laughs> uh, really really graphic for a kid's book
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> no uh, two older under sisters. the bridge terribly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the, 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 they don't Maybe say the it underpass.
3: doesn't happen <laughs> Maybe the overpass uh, So
0: um, uh, The other The parents are also like Very absent seems like And he's got one younger sister But Jess is like Gets up early every day To milk the cows Or milk a cow It seems just like one cow just right Yeah it was one just one cow. cow He's like milk, go milk the cow yeah, But he also So the book starts out and he wants, he, he goes running every day where he like practices running. He gets up really fucking early and runs a shitload before he goes out and milks the cow. So that must be really, really early. And that's what he's, that's what like he's kind of doing at the beginning of the book because he wants to be the fastest person, fastest boy, in fourth grade. Fifth grade. W- in fifth grade, when fifth grade starts. Because their you know, school, sixth the next, grade is a... Uh... What I guess they used to call
1: junior high school, and then the kids are all different. So he came really close as a fourth grader, but now he'll be the oldest in the oldest cohort. So he mm-hmm. could yes, he could win the shit out of that foot race in the yard, and and, and that would be what the, the boys only do thing every has. day.
2: They just race each other.
0: Racist. I mean, it's more reasonable for fourth graders on the playground, but fifth graders, come on.
2: Well, the yeah. the sixth way through eighth mature. graders play baseball and football and sport but the younger kids just run because the older kids probably just take the balls and don't let them have them
1: they, they say that they there's yeah. their school is clearly destitute and so there's like one half deflated football and tom brady wants it <laughs> so the uh oh ooh, ooh take that new england but then um the other kids just take like the hand like they take the stuff and it's like that's just the way it is and the way it always has been third through fifth graders we run Kindergarten through second grade, they just get nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Must be great for their development. They got a rock. But you know what
2: would be great for our development? <laughs> is it beer?
1: And a child. Well, not a child. Uh, <laughs> I'll have
2: a beer. Yeah, go ahead. This, uh, this beer is for his new friend, and it's called gender neutral. Because when he first meets her, he's like, is that a boy or a girl? I don't know. And then define, defines it's a girl. But uh, for like a second there, this beer makes sense. And it is from, this is from Threes, and it is a pale lager with lemon zest. So this is going to be like almost like a bubbly lemonade, maybe. I don't know. I'm making that up.
1: Is that a Pride Week beer? That has another this rainbow. Is a, this
2: is a Pride Week thing, yeah. Uh, this tastes like a pale lager with lemon zest. They are 100% accurate with that. The aftertaste is quite nice, actually. It's like lemony. It's got a lemon zest. Sounds perfect for a, a hot day especially because i can't turn on the fan or the air conditioning while we're recording uh this is very good i like when he
1: meets the new friend and just meets her uh her name is leslie he's like and damn it she's got one of those names that you can't even tell <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah her and leslie nielsen
1: isn't it les claypool's name leslie i don't know i believe it is um also i'm pretty sure it's mountain is the band that the singer's name is
2: leslie west uh, i don't i don't fucking know I don't know what that is. You could tell me anything right now. I'd be like, sure, that sounds right. A mountain. Though, notice, Jess
0: also has a name that you can, you're like, is that a
2: boy or a yeah, girl? Yeah, it's short is? for Jessly. <laughs> 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 okay, <Jake. laughs>
1: All right, so he meets her and then what happens?
2: And she's like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, what's up? And she's like, new in town. He's like, cool, I gotta go. And then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and Peace he sees out. her a few days later.
1: Well, when she's brought to school as a new student, and they, they put her in like, the most awkward spot in the classroom, and the teacher's like, what will I ever do with all these students? I have 30 students already, and now like, here's one more. I deal with it. And like, they can't even fit her desk in the room. <laughs> she's just sitting Like in the drag
2: front. it off and like, put it next to the radiator off to the side of their perfect square of students. Now, like, you sit here. And, you, and you'll like it. You who has shoes... Kind of did remind me
1: of that scene in uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. When they go to school for the first (laughs) time. Like,
2: every kid is the poor kid in this one, and she's the one kid. She's Scout.
1: (laughs) But then they go to the yard, and they're going to do some foot racing. And she's like, can I race too? And they're like, yeah, sure, why not, you dumb girl. Well, first they're
0: like, no. Well, first all the the other kids are like, well, no, she's a girl. And Jess is like, Well, what do you mean? Are you afraid of a girl racing you? Are you afraid that girls
2: can't run? But but what about the bears?
0: Then she's (laughs) the only one. (laughs) If
1: it was a swimming race, of course she couldn't be with us because sharks could smell it. But I mean uh,
0: Leslie, is also the only girl he's ever seen wearing pants. Besides their really hot music teacher, which was a very random addition to the the book too. Oh, uh, Miss uh, Miss Edmonds, indeed. So they let Leslie run in the preliminary races, and then let and then she like wins, and then like let her run in the final. What are you afraid of a girl running in the final? And okay,
2: fine. And then she wins. She beats the shit out of them. It's like she's like yep. Usain Bolt. Well, women have hollow bones. That's that's just science. <laughs> it's a, she's bird like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At least as far as we know. Uh, That's why this podcast was once listed as an educational podcast, I think.
0: I think we're st- we're still in that category, technically. <laughs> hey,
2: people learn things all it's the time. at least a
0: subcategory.
2: Whether or not those things are true doesn't mean it's not educational.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then after that, because Jess stood up for Leslie, Jess and Leslie became friends.
2: More or less. Well, at least it helped. She's... The new girl in town, she's an awkward child, but so is he. So it's really just kind of the two of them. Best friends.
1: Well, he's awkward. She's awkward because she has hippie parents, basically. They can read. They're,
2: yeah, they're college-educated <laughs>
1: parents. And they're, they're like, they're like they were like professors. Or,
2: one was a professor and one was a writer, a politics yes. writer.
1: All right, so they have super, super hippie-educated, you know, liberal parents. Who are like, yeah, my daughter could wear pants. Who gives a shit? Everyone else's political leanings are pronouncing the word as government. (laughs) Talking about how much they hate it. (laughs) And it's infringing on their rights. And uh, he meets her parents. And they're like, they're so, I mean, they're kind of like cartoonishly liberal parents from this time period. They're like, don't call me dad. Call me Bill, please. Like, they don't. She doesn't call them mom and Dad. She calls them by their names. Like. This is my dad, you know, I don't know what they're, I don't forget what their names are. Bill and uh, Mary or something, I don't know. Bill and, Bill and Judy. Judy. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, they become best buds and they go hang out in the woods because, you know,
2: Atari hadn't even been invented. If it had, they wouldn't have had one because his parents can't afford uh, anything and her parents don't even have a TV like, when they gave an assignment to watch something on TV, she's like, I don't have one. Everyone acts like she just said she didn't have a slave. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> do you know when the Atari came out, it was, like, the equivalent of, like, close to a $1,000? That makes like, sense. How did anybody fucking buy sense. one? No one did. That's why they no, went it, out of bid. Uh, No, it was really... The first one was crazy successful. It was after well, they all they had, had to do was ET sell 10 and turd. make $10,000. It was a wildly successful product.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Well, the first one. I remember Joust.
1: Well, that's a... I mean, there's probably an RT, arcade version of Joust. but
2: I met someone who had like an old Atari in their basement and I played Joust where you jump around on a chicken and fight guys on another chicken. Well, you only it really know it was sense. a chicken because they told you it was a chicken. What you were looking oh, at the, was, it was a yellow square. On, it was a chicken on the picture uh, on the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the only reason, yeah.
1: More about that on our episode on, uh, what was that stupid book?
2: Ready, Ready Player, player one. one.
1: All right. So, uh, Backpack, you know, now that we've we've dropped some knowledge on you about prices of stuff in 1977, they hang out in the woods and they imagine shit. And because uh, Leslie is not only the fastest runner, she's also wicked smat, she <laughs> can speak just on command like a queen by saying things like, Thou art racist, or like, mm-hmm. dost thou have any money, or whatever it is that she says to him, and and they just play Terabithia. Basically, she just makes shit like up, and he's across, like, "That's cool." Like
0: in the woods behind her house, across the creek, and they have a little like thing there. What is it like a treehousey thing? Yeah, I don't think it. It's like, not, a, it was really it's that like nice.
2: a. It's like a landing for them to stay. I don't know if they built ever. I built a full house, but they have like. Stuff mm-hmm. that they can, like, hang out in the trees and swing around on a rope to get there. I'm not sure if there's an actual bridge or if the rope is the bridge. I don't remember. Oh, there, there, was, no, no there was no bridge at yeah. first.
0: No
1: but while they're there, they're doing, a, they're doing a lot more imagining. So I have another beer for this. This is called... This is also from Evil Twin NYC. And this is called, What Even Is Blue Raspberry
2: Anyway? And there isn't a thing as a blue raspberry as far as, know, as far as I know. It's in your imagination. and therefore, I think it's actually... Um, there is a reason it's called that. I don't remember what it is, so I'm I'm moving on. Well, this beer is a good story. Sour. <laughs> yeah, I realized like halfway through, I was like, shit, I forgot the rest of it. Uh, cool story, bro. <laughs> cool story, Hansel.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I had to.
1: No, it's perfectly fair. Um, I uh, according to the Wikipedia, <laughs> blue raspberry. Um, it's just a, there's it's just a flavoring. It's not
0: a real. It's not a real thing. It's just some food scientists invented a flavor that was blue, and then they were like, What do we call it? It's not blueberry. Yeah, I know.
2: Blue raspberry. They color it Genius. blue because there's already cherry, watermelon, and strawberry flavored everything. Everything's red. Yeah, so like, fuck, we can't have another red thing. So they just said, Fuck it, make it blue. It's all fake anyway.
1: They couldn't have used any other color though. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Like, the other colors were taken. blue is also exotic. There's not really too many blue things in nature. So this is a sour IPA blued with raspberry. It's 7%. This is the first. Blued with raspberry? Just, it's, yeah. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Um, I think this is the first beer that Evil Twin NYC actually made a second batch of. Like they made it, sold it out, and then a few months later made it again. So I did not try it the first time because honestly, I don't really like sours. But I was like, "Oh, if they made it twice, it must be really good or interesting or something." And If you could see, it is a gross, uh. bluish green color. I would call that like kiwi juice. I mean, colored. I've had similar colors, shades of urine, come out of me. That's not usually you after days of recording. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's quite unhealthy looking. It smells really strongly of raspberry and is quite tart, almost like, you know, you know, like that warhead effect where you just. Just one bit of it. It's so so sour that you're like, oh, God.
2: So like raspberries?
1: Raspberries aren't that tart. It's fine. It's just not nearly as tart or sour as that smell would make you believe.
2: Does it taste like the blue candies or Italian ice? Uh,
1: The Italian ices are um, a different kind of flavor. Mm. But this tastes like real raspberry. And you do get a little bit of that fake raspberry flavor. Maybe I'm imagining that now that you put it in my mind. It tastes like a raspberry beer. Like It's not really that sour. There's certainly nothing IPA-ish about it. That's fine. I don't know why they made this twice versus so many of the other beers that we've had that I thought were amazing. But, you know, obviously, it's not my brewery. They don't have to listen to my opinions or whatever. (laughs) They're doing just fine. I'll just have to buy more of the stuff I really like next time
2: so they make more of it. And if you want to help Mike, uh, (laughs) his (laughs) horrific drinking habit and supporting local breweries... You can find us on Patreon, where you can give us money that we will spend on alcohol. So really, it's your fault. Plus, every month, we do a book
0: chosen by our patrons. You also get early access to all our episodes. And starting in September, you can join us for our read-along series of Don
2: Quixote. If that's not a deal, I don't know what is. Please give us your money. It'll go to a good home. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of a good home... (laughs) Jess does not live. No with one that. in this character has one. <laughs> this book has one. no character. I in this did book write has this one. down because I thought it was hilarious when they were making breakfast. She makes grits and red gravy. I uh, looked up like, what the fuck is red gravy? Oh, yeah, it's I fucking tomato that. sauce. <laughs> they just call everything that's a sauce gravy because they're, I guess, in the South. I, is it ever, I mean, they're clearly. They are like in the, the D.C. area, right?
1: That's where Well, Yeah, on. his dad
2: works in D.C., so he's not more than a crazy distance from D.C. Well, the dad is gone
1: all the time,
2: but he he's like home every day. He's not gone for like weeks at a but time. But he's gone because he's at waiting in line by the unemployment office at some point. Yeah, he, later in, on, he gets around fired. D.C. Yeah, but you know, he's a hardworking man who just is not allowed to hug because that would be gay. That would make him unhirable. Yeah. Well, he he is constantly... The only thing that the dad really provides in this book is constant worrying that his son is gay. Never said out loud, but it's pretty implied. Like, oh, he's into drawing and imagining things with that little girl. I don't know. He's almost 10. So he gets him like a race car track for Christmas. And like, no, it sucks because they're poor. And <laughs> he's just like, damn it, it doesn't work. Now my son will suck dicks, you know. <laughs> I mean, that is his main concern.
1: Just like my two older daughters
2: already do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine, because that's not gay. I'm a shit dad. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> Got one le- One little kid left. All right, let's try not to fuck this one up. Oh, wait, we'll neglect her the whole time. That's, that'll work.
0: <laughs> we'll let the nine-year-old boy raise the six-year-old girl. Yeah basically what they do. What's the, what's the less kid's name? That also maybe. could
1: be
2: the cow's name.
1: <laughs> oh, actually, there's a baby baby sister. There that, is another I mean, baby. Never, that never matters at all. Well, and she just gets, can't do she's anything. She's there to cry. Eat a red baby. gravy and grits. Babies are surprisingly useless, but I don't even know why this had to be in the book, except as maybe a reason to explain why the mom doesn't give a shit about the
2: other four kids. She's busy. <laughs> making grits and yelling at the kids not to spend the nickel. And, the, well, the mom is also always in,
1: insecure about how poor they are. Anytime she has to go somewhere in a couple scenes where she's there, she's clearly worried about what they're bringing. I mean, like, oh, we're poor, shitty people. Please don't judge us too harshly.
2: She doesn't like Jess hanging out with Leslie because she's a little girl who wears pants.
1: And her name is halfway the way to lesbian.
2: Oh, I don't even know about that. <laughs> I don't know how to spell the rest of it, but I bet it's close. <laughs> <I'm> damn, lesbanims <laughs> So they have a they're a good old time together, and they have Christmas. And Jess gets Leslie a puppy, which is you know a lovely gift. nowadays it was it's considered a huge burden. Like fuck, I have a dog now. It's like awesome, but I have to take care of this dog. But when you're <laughs> in the 70s, and her parents are quite bohemian, they're probably like, fine, yeah, that's great. We're vegan So I hope the dog Likes quinoa But um <laughs> And Leslie gets Jess A bunch of paints Because she's encouraging His homosexuality Much to the chagrin Of his father uh, And It's the only good thing That happens to him All year Except when they Embarrass that older Mean
0: girl Oh okay. yeah We'll get to her By writing Janice. a fake note Which is like The most Fifth grade thing That's ever happened
2: Yeah She's also a bully But no, it's because She's fat
0: That'll
1: do it.
2: She's just big and fat. She's mean <laughs> now.
0: Yep,
1: but she's also like in seventh grade, and she's blown enough. Is, she always, is she always
2: like smoking in the bathroom, though? Yeah, in between working at the glory hole like or something, hand rolled cigarettes at a, or a pipe or something, because it's you know the south and being horribly beaten by her father. Oh yeah, which which
0: after they do the thing to her which makes her embarrassed about writing the note from the boy and blah 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 the fake note they're like oh yeah and her father like really beat her this time oh really beat her oh okay
2: but they're also just kind of
0: like Man, that's secret. what happens
2: yeah well then the, yeah. the teachers find out and then they have to all say like no don't worry about it it didn't really happen she's fine I'm like no get her get her help so do you, i thought you were going to get a beer for this i, I felt like you were oh, leaning well, to pull one I out i can have a beer so you know this other beer that i have here uh, since they're kids Hanging around in the woods Swinging on things Sometimes kids say stuff like Look ma, no hands <laughs> So this beer from McKellar Is look ma, no haze Fucking ridiculous I that was actually A pretty good connection for me <laughs> This is a brute India pale ale With apricot It's not bad on a summer day with no air on, it's uh, pretty good. It's maybe a little thin. What percentage is this? Five point three. Man, it's like I'm not even trying. Uh, <laughs> but it's nice. There is definitely a slight apricot. Apricot. It's uh. It's all right. It's it's not super flavorful, but you know, if I had a lawn and I wanted to mow it, I would drink this easily. So, cool. you know, you got to hydrate before you
0: go out and mow the lawn. I mean, it's only
2: 5%, so that's basically hydration. That's 95% water. That's science.
0: It, it is, yes. <laughs> that's how that works.
1: Well, we used to see a lot more of these brute IPAs that kind of went away pretty fast. I think
2: Surprise everybody it. just realized it didn't fucking mean anything, or at least I still don't think it means anything that I really can differentiate.
1: It's just a super dry IPA versus. Nothing Finback makes, for example, or Evil Twin would I call a, a brute IPA. They're all pretty sweet No, It's
2: not like, I don't get like the old-timey IPA thing from it. It just tastes kind of like a juice-ish thing, but it's not dry by any means. I'm drinking it out of the can. I assume if I pour it into a cup, it would not have haze in it. Otherwise, the name is wildly misleading. But maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe they're saying I'm tired of all this hazy shit have this, but it's not as good as those. Well, when you make a beer every three weeks and
0: you, like, try a couple of those and they don't sell particularly well, then it's like, and nobody else's is. Nobody else's brute IPAs are either. Then the whole beer industry is going to go, well, we tried it,
2: whatever. They do have the ability to pivot very quickly because of the short times it takes to make these things. Yeah,
1: I mean, I imagine the turnaround on an IPA is, like, Two weeks, probably, if they really wanted to, for something like that. Yeah, from brew pu- brew kettle to keg, they could do it real fast.
2: It's 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 able to adjust much faster than most products could. It's a very fluid industry. Would you say? Oh, <laughs> god. <damn it. laughs> Speaking um, of fluids, it,
0: it has very liquid assets.
1: Oh, ah. Every time there's a change in the market, they're like hops to it. You no. Know? <laughs> Sorry.
0: They can barley keep up with
2: all the changes
1: <laughs>
0: going on right now. Yes. Yeast.
1: Okay. So uh the What are they doing? No oh. one knows. Man, Nate is, Nate is on it today. I'm, I'm, I, I,
2: He's I, had these brewing for a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can keep up. No, I can't.
2: So these kids are fucking partying in the woods. They're having a <coughs> They're huffing glue time. and thinking that yeah. they're living
1: in medieval times. They like, are really...
2: <laughs> tripping balls. They are just having a great... I mean, she gets On into their parents' mushroom stash constantly. <laughs> I mean, they're king and queen of an imaginary kingdom. They had some of those mushrooms.
1: <laughs> Unless your fucking mad, pretentious parents sit around and talk about French poetry, apparently.
2: Yes, it's, and it's really dumb. And also, I, I like that... Jess could not believe that her uh, her parents liked her. The concept of a ch- of a parent enjoying their child's company was so far into him. It's like, wow, yeah. that's depressing too. Great, cool. Well, I think I mean it might not be that parents were mean to kids,
1: but just that parents no, no, were just was like distinct his from.
0: Oh, yeah. But, he was like, I thought parents were just there to be annoying. I didn't know you were supposed to, like, have a
2: relationship with all them. All they do is yell at you and tell you to, like, stop drawing things and stop looking at men to all of his kids.
1: All right, fast forward. We,
2: can we talk about,
1: do we need to talk about the bully thing? Not really. We did. Me, I, it's not important. Well, they go, to, big, oh.
2: they go to Easter church service, which is the only time of the year they go to church. And the, mom, the mom has a grudge. And Leslie's never been to church before. She says that. She's, She's like,
0: can I, I go? I've never been to church. Super hippie parents. I know something
2: about that. And they're like, from an anthropological they the point of Marx. view, that's fine, you should do that and observe <laughs> us. Tell us what the locals are like. Take notes. <laughs> you are like a little anthropologist. They got a picture book Bible. <laughs> and the older girls parade themselves around in their Sunday dresses, which, showing off the goods. Looking for Johns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's odd. It's, the only time they're in the book is when they're whoring it up or Being complaining. Slutty. It's... Really fucking weird, and they're only
1: together. They're just like a unit. They only they're have three even... ways. <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they keep the family the roof over the head. But they're they're never independent of each other. There's never a scene with just I don't even remember their fucking dumb names. The doesn't matter. Slut one and slut two. Yeah,
2: never matters. Ellie and Brenda. Brenda. There's never a scene with just Brenda. They're just together. Maybe they're maybe they're conjoined twins, and they just never said it. <laughs> <laughs> and the editor took that part I was like We don't need to be too too. Do they ever say the phrase them? Joined at the hip <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright so Is anything important Happen to church I mean
2: ever but no, no, I mean, just, it's, like It just thing. provides Kind of the <laughs> You know The basis of Them all saying Like oh if you don't go to church It means you're gonna go to hell For sure and Everyone's just like eh, I don't know about that I, I don't know if I'm I Really believe in God I'm Like, Well then you're definitely Going to hell Oh no How could you not do that Because in this area That's Fucking unthinkable because God has been so kind to them all. <laughs> well, yeah, Clearly. they could have been black people.
1: You know, he could have made it worse. They have their That's... own church
2: that these people routinely circle and <laughs> throw things at.
0: And burn things on the lawn of.
2: Yeah. Big T's. <laughs> Big plus signs. For, you are an addition to our world. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, now to the much more serious <laughs> part of the book.
0: Let's see if we can hold it together. At one point, so it's like one morning he gets a phone call. It's raining. It's you know, so he like he gets a the the house phone rings. I'm like don't and get it. it's a bill it's, collector. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and Jess answers the phone and or somebody answers the phone. He's just it's for Jess, you know, the fucking fifth fifth grade kid. And it's the cool music teacher. And it's like, hey, do you wanna go to some of the museums of Washington DC with me? Because I feel like it. I don't know. It was it was
2: very strange. And he he's like, Yes, definitely. Because he's the only kid in the school that gives a shit about learning.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um and so the cool teacher's like, Hey, sweet, awesome, I'll come I'll come pick you up. I'll be right there. So she drives over with her car and picks him up, and then they go to Washington, D.C. And on the way, he's like, Oh, I should have asked if Leslie could come with us, but I forgot because I'm a selfish nine year old.
1: <laughs> That's fucking weird, dude. That the young, yeah. like, that any teacher doesn't, it just happens to be the young female teacher asks the 10 year old boy with no other kids. It's because there was the no the permission suck.
2: And yeah, I mean, I just, I think it has different connotations now. But well, back c- then, nothing eh.
1: happens. But it just
0: looks—it's just strange.
2: Back then, that. it wasn't
0: strange, probably.
1: I guess so. I mean, it's 1977. That's not that long ago in many ways. In
0: the rural boonies, where it might as well be 1877. So, like you know, I guess I, I guess it wasn't a big deal. Anyway, anyway so they go to horse
2: that you've driven before.
0: <laughs> they let ladies drive here now. <laughs> <laughs> What's this museum you talk about? So they go to uh history museum, art museum, history museum, a couple of different things. Does so they art go to like museum, the National right? Portrait Gallery? Yeah. They see a bunch of things and it's like takes all day. And then they, and then she drives back and then they come back late at night, late ish at night, you know, late in the evening. And then when Jesse gets home, gets dropped off, everyone, the whole family is like, sitting in the living room, like something is clearly wrong. And they're like, oh my God, you're alive. And the little, the littlest, no, not the littlest kid, like the Maybell, four-year-old is like, see, I told you, he just went somewhere. He was.
1: I know this is really serious, but for like the first quarter of the book, I couldn't remember the name of the cow versus Maybell, the girl. Still. And I was like, I'm not sure if the cow is talking right now. Because I thought it was a fantasy book still.
2: I'm fairly, fairly certain about this. I don't remember it exactly. But he asked his parents if he could go before he left. But they were, like, asleep, so they just kind of forgot, I guess.
1: Dad was sleeping it off. He's just like, hey, you're gonna just turn off, don't, don't put on the light.
0: So anyway, yeah, Jess comes in. Everyone was like, oh, my God, thank God you're alive. Jess, we've got bad news for you. Leslie is dead. We're poor. Oh, sorry. We're poor. Oh, wait, news flash. Uh, Spoiler. <laughs> No, uh, Leslie is dead. She, yeah, there was a lot, and she, you know, she died in the, the creek, in the crick. She, like, belly broke pronounced neck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. She, that she must have, the rope you were swinging on, you guys were swinging on over there, must have broken. She must have hit her head or something, but they found her body this afternoon, and we thought you might have been there, too. That's why we were so worried.
1: I know this is a very serious part of the book, and honestly, when I read it, I got very upset. Yeah, I didn't but know But this yet. came out of
0: nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it definitely, definitely kind of did. It was almost like I, I missed that. I guess, I guess there was probably some <laughs> foreshadowing or something. <laughs> is that called that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. This beer is called, I Miss My Daily Commute on the L-Train, which wasn't the original reason for it. I'll talk about that in a second. But... <laughs> Good that's enough. Ge- Die this this beer right. is called, I Miss My Daily Commute on the L-Train by Evil Twin. NYC, it is an 8.5% double dry hopped, double india pale ale, hops, citric cryo, and citric. They
1: do a lot of cryoing. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> a lot of cryoing after this. <laughs> it's good. It's actually more like a brute IPA, or at least in terms of most of the really sweet things that they usually make. So, I mean, it's okay. It's a bit more like a regular IPA. I would say it's uh, kind, of, kind of lemony. Your citrusy it but, but it's citrus. not sweet yeah. though because all the citra but it's not sweet though like these sweeter new england ipas so it's a little strange also you know what else is strange it's not the l train you guys would know that's not the fucking l that's, train that's like the exactly
1: c, or the it's the orange
0: train <laughs> no <laughs> the, that is the two or the three train i know that's because the, or the, or the i've taken that a lot
1: D or c uh yeah. fb actually D, not c
0: not c it's not the f you can tell because it doesn't have the sideways seats anywhere. Oh, so really? It's the narrower train cars, so it has to be really the two or the three.
2: Maybe there are others too, but it's the only public access picture, uh, public domain picture they could find. It must have been because
0: it's definitely not the L train.
2: Because there's no hipsters on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should say next stop Bedford Avenue. Uh
1: man, I had planned on using that beer for something else because I also bought oh. a four pack of that.
0: Well, I read, I, I read the whole book last night, and then I was like, oh, fuck, what beer? Oh, wait, I know. Yeah,
2: you could use it twice. We use Ultimate Beats 11 times.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Turns out only one of them wow. was Ultimate. Mike beat me to it, definitely. Anyway, so he really misses, Jess really misses <laughs> Leslie, which is the original <laughs> idea I had for this, although not at first. And I thought, like, so this is where I was like, oh, this is a book to teach kids about loss. That is really kind of what, it, what it's about. And at first, Jess, almost like he like doesn't believe it. It, it. He doesn't believe that Leslie could be dead, or he just kind of hasn't internalized that it must be true. He doesn't exactly say... I mean, I mean, he does a little bit, but you know, he doesn't immediately break down in tears and wail. And in fact, he gets up the next morning and he's just like eating breakfast and his older one older sisters is like what the fuck is wrong with him i wouldn't be eating food like that right now all like as my best friend did (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's definitely what (laughs) to console herself (laughs) (laughs) anyway he eventually they he uh jess and his father decides to actually do something the first time in the whole book and brings Jess Over to Leslie's house Her family and they like kind of Say oh I'm so sorry Son and then What happens the, the Leslie's Father says oh well we're going to have Her cremated and sent To blah 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 and then he goes Wait a minute cremated That means she must be dead And then just like Runs away screaming or something like that not Screaming but crying and then Yeah, definitely does a bunch of crying And then punches his sister in the face The little one The one who least
2: deserved it It was
0: fucked up So then, uh, now what I thought was like Kind of strange Is that uh, when Leslie died Like off screen You know, you only like You're only just told later Oh, by the way, kid, she died Where it would make a much more Dramatic story If Instead, it's like, you know, he tries to, they both fall in the water and the rushing creek, and then he tries to rescue her, but he can't, and then she dies. It's kind of like, that's what that's what I would think a more, like, exciting, dramatic story would be.
1: Yeah, it, it was just abrupt, and you missed, it's like you missed the important, I mean, you know, not guess the important, but to your point, it is probably about teaching kids about loss, but you miss the important part of the narrative, you know, like. As the, yeah. as the as the book is a form of entertainment you know like you kind of want to
0: see that yeah i guess i mean I, I guess that would be like maybe too graphic for a kid for a book that's really supposed to be for 9 or 10 year olds
2: so perhaps you know that's why it's not like that i mean it could just be it, it, it could be something like that i mean i also feel like i don't feel like it really missed out on anything by like not showing her die while he was there because you know for kids most people you know that die, you're not there when they do. Hopefully. Like for most kids. <laughs> Hopefully. Like, yeah. I mean, unless you're, <laughs> unless like, in the that... Middle East, and it's just everywhere all the time.
0: <laughs> right. Or that fucking psycho kid from Moment in the Window.
2: Yeah, well, he, he's a little bit more involved. <laughs> but, like, the... To him, like, it's... Because it takes a while for it to become real for him. Like, if he watches her die, that'd be a little more real. But mm-hmm. he, can't, he doesn't really get it. Like, and kids don't. They don't understand what death is. Certainly to a certain not. extent, they get it. But they don't really understand it until suddenly something clicks. i like, oh, fuck. They're, like, gone forever. She can't hang out in the woods if she's a bunch of dust. Oh, jeez. <laughs> And you didn't get to say goodbye. That's kind of like the bigger thing, right? You don't. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, you have no control over it. Welcome to the Earth, kid. Shit sucks even more than it sucks for you every day of your life. And from now, your only friend is dead, and your dad still thinks you're gay. The end. <laughs> well, the very last thing is he gets some lumber
0: and builds a bridge—a very shitty, like little—it's like piece of wood two bridge boars. over the creek. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like two two by fours. Puts them over the dry creek bed, and now builds a bridge over to their little like make-believe spot, which was called Terabithia,
1: and he ushers his sister in. like, Now I'll play with you. I ran out of friends. I guess I'll be nice to you. you
2: Hey, let's go play where this kid died. That's gonna be fine. I was also definitely not a ghost. (laughs) I was
0: also thinking this definitely shows how parenting has changed because if that if so, if a kid died today every other every parent would be like don't you fucking ever go out there again never go near that spot never well, there is
2: no more rope swing i guess
1: <laughs> jesus <True. laughs> well no parents i think today parents would be like we need a fence around this we need to protect the children like they wouldn't even trust the kids to not go there with a strong talking to they'd need to like we need a barrier To make sure the kids don't go there. And I'm also going to put low jack into my child so I could tell if he gets close. Like suburban parents, especially, they're overly protective types that you're describing. They would be all over
2: that shit. Yeah, they're not going to let the kid run around the woods in the first place. There are deer ticks. You'll get Lyme disease or lemon disease,
1: (laughs) some sort of citrus (laughs)
2: based disease, (laughs) 7 up disease.
1: Um, when I read it, I thought, it was, man, that was really out of fucking left field, but I guess it's kind it of, was. especially to a kid, and especially how it death happens to younger people, it kind of is often freak accidents, mm-hmm. and there's no preparation for it, and that, apparently the inspiration was like, well, a friend of her son's got struck by lightning, what are the, he should have played the lotto, yeah, like, what are the odds, <laughs> he, obviously you're not prepared for that, and no. and kids do dangerous dumb shit, and they get okay. You know, not there's not a zero percent chance of them getting hurt or killed doing some of the especially the kind of shit they did forty years ago, versus today, where like the most dangerous thing you could do is watch the entire ad on a YouTube video. But they had I could make you buy things you really don't need. <laughs> oh no, I almost took that survey on Donald Trump <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's why it was so sudden. You know, like yeah, narrative wise happen in such a way that's gonna really scar Jess for the rest of his life like the guilt if only I didn't go eat a ham sandwich with my music teacher that day my friend would still be alive it's like um
2: you guys watch the rest development sure remember the guy that he only has one arm and he uses the dad uses him to warn their kids like yes. that's why you always leave a note like hitting him with a car it's like yeah. I wish someone had told me we didn't have any milk <laughs> And it's like, if you don't do this one simple thing, people die. It's like, oh, Jesus. Traumatizing all the children.
1: Later on, when Michael tries to hire that guy to teach his own son a lesson, the dad's like, oh, he died when you left the air conditioner on with the door open. (laughs) You killed him when you did that. And then at the end of the episode, the father has that guy come back and like, you know, does something horrible and scares the shit out of like, and that's why you never try to teach your family
2: a lesson. <laughs> 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 I just got a similar vibe from that. It's like, oh, if you don't ask your friend or they want to go to the museum with you, they die in a rope accident. Yeesh. Or <laughs> tell you your parents to lynching, where you're going yeah. <laughs> and make sure they know. But he, that really wasn't it, though. Like, the
1: parents didn't care. They weren't like, how dare you not tell us? And from now on, like, always oh, finally, tell us. Now I room. don't
2: have a gay son.
1: Well, he went to the he went to the museum with the lady teacher. Oh, well,
2: I I'd rather he son. died in the rope accident. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd trade I'd trade that
2: one gay son for ten whore's daughters any day. <laughs> so this book is frequently banned or tried to be banned.
1: Yeah, like, no, very few books actually ever get banned in any meaningful way. It's usually just like shitty school districts are like we don't want to
2: teach yeah, this book anymore. Not like nationwide. Well,
0: whenever you put a book on the like banned book list. Every, it gets tons of publicity and then everyone wants to read it. So it literally has the opposite impact. So why bother?
1: I think we talked about this on Huck Finn that Mark Twain basically said that
2: when they're like, they banned your book and here's a great, I'll sell 25,000 more copies now. I could see that for that thing, but like, I just, I don't see, I mean, I read the reasons why they did it for this one, but I imagine when she wrote this book, she wasn't like, this is going to get some controversy and it's going to get banned and I'm going to make big.
1: Well, what are the reasons?
2: Jesse's fr- uh, The challenges stem from Death being a part of the plot
1: What's well, this uh, overly protective Dickhead
2: parents. Yes absolutely Jesse's frequent use of the word Lord Outside of prayer Allegations that it promotes Secular humanism New age religion <laughs> Occultism And Satanism And for use of offensive language There are some curse words in there are which, I mean Yeah he says like bitch And damn it A few times Which is you know If you're a book for 10 year olds I, I guess I could get it Whatever but, um, the you know, the the girl, her family isn't religious. I'm not sure how that encourages Satanism. But, you know, the kind of people who ban these <laughs> oh, kind of it of books does, are Jimmy. people... Well, yeah, of course. I mean, Only a Satanist Satan. would say that, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the kind of people who would ban it for Satanism are not the people who are literally trying to, you know, hammer out finer points and details and well-thought-out arguments. So, uh... There's also, like, 11 Satanists
1: in the country, and they're, like, that fucking... And they're douche- all trying to make kids' books...
2: In rural school
1: districts. <laughs> they're like balding fucking pot-bellied white dudes in their 40s Who We're like, Satan really would just, he's just really all about doing what you need to do. And it's just not believing in God. Like they're just the fucking
2: lamest douchebags you can imagine. They're just like religious equivalent of pasta. He's just
1: it's like, like, it's a, a joke. He's like the dungeon master of the earth is really what he is. <laughs> they're just not, it's not a real religion. Come at me, it's Satanist. It's kind of a, it's kind like, of a it's fuck not. you to
2: religion, but yeah. But people that think this book is about Satanism probably don't get that. Probably not. So the book is
1: like you know you don't necessarily have to be Christian so you can hang out in the woods and imagine things and then the devil appears. That's the next logical step. Oh, it was
2: also it was also stuff like that because it was like you know magical realms and families people who, bought, who banned Harry Potter because it's about witches. But it was clear,
0: well, okay, it wasn't that clear, but in the book, it was like, the kids are literally just out in the woods playing make- make-believe. They weren't actually yes. in a fantastic fantasy land, that like leads to
1: Chronicles
2: Satan, of Narnia or Harry Potter. So, using your imagination is just like what Satan wants you to do. Yeah. Now, if they had
1: used their imagination to reenact the Civil War where the South won, that might be okay with some people. But imagining
2: a world where there's like goblin trolls and shit, like, that's not okay. Well, I also just like that they, they didn't like that it promoted secular humanism. Just being a decent person. Without Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, uh, uh, we can't have people doing that. Because you only do good things because of God. Everyone knows that, Jimmy.
1: That's true. I just felt like the, the, the make-a-believe play parts of the book was like 11 sentences. There really wasn't a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, very short. No, I thought that was going to be a bigger part of the book, and it was barely there. Well, she dies on the bridge. Died on a road. No, there swing. is no bridge yet. Most of the book, though, is just him sitting in a fifth grade classroom with the mean girl who stole his sister's Twinkies. Like, most of the book is school shit. And then there's, I, I just thought the fantasy element, I think what I understand, the movie, they made the fantasy element much bigger so they could do more cool special
2: effects shit and make this into a feature-length film. It was a small part of it, but... We're only saying that because we all thought it was a fantasy book, and it wasn't. What about the title? Why isn't the
1: title My Dead Friend Who Ran Fast? Because that's a bigger part
2: of the book. That'd be a spoiler.
1: (laughs) Yeah, big spoiler. (laughs) My Friend Who Ran Fast and Definitely Won't Die. (laughs) (laughs) You Can't Outrun Death.
2: That was the working title. It's probably called that because it was, you know, like that hanging out with her and doing that shit was the important part of both of their lives and ended up killing her. But it was the only good stuff he ever had. And it was, it was, maybe it doesn't take up a lot of space in the book, but it is probably one of the most important parts of it. Yes. And know. they were both looking for an escape from their shitty lives. Her, her shitty life was that she had to leave, you know,
1: hip Ohio or somewhere to live in bumfuck Maryland or Virginia, she or the, the hell TV. They were. She's like, fuck this, I'm going to hang myself.
2: <laughs> now,
1: you totally know that's because her hipster parents didn't believe in television or something.
2: No, they said that. Definitely, yeah. yeah. They just had old records, even though they were just records back then.
1: <laughs> they were never
0: new, actually. <laughs> so I thought this book was actually was of all the books we've done most most similar to. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's definitely more serious.
1: Um, that girl had some seriously big titties, and they all hated her. And are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. What was her name? The one that they all hated for having big boobs. That bitch,
0: Nancy. Is it,
2: uh,
1: you know, Nancy, Nancy was, was the one who
2: always lied. Oh right! I yeah. bet you didn't get a period until it was relevant to the plot. <laughs> yeah, Nancy just sucked. She was a schemer. It was like slutty,
1: whatever her name was, Velma. There <laughs> probably got,
2: Velma. Yeah,
1: it's 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 Mave. Like they had dumb
2: names. <laughs> Maeve was one of them, right? Was that one of the like, secret names? Something like that. Yeah, they're like club names. And yeah, you, it's it's similar to that because I the kids that I, are that age, right?
1: It's also. From yeah. close to the same time, right? Are there are you, their goddess from like 1970 or something like that, 71? So a similar realm of children's time book Time period
0: religion. and age, like age bracket, reading age bracket. It's really not like young adult. What we think of young adult novels today, which is, you know, the Hunger Games and Harry Potter and yeah, a lot of these fantasy, sci-fi, dystopia things. It's really not like that at all.
1: Well, I don't know if that's all young adult is today. Those are just the big ticket ones. There's there's plenty of stuff that's... Like John Green's books are young adults too, and there's nothing science fiction-y about those.
3: Just a kid with one
1: one leg who... The Fault in Our Stars. A girl who couldn't breathe well. But it's still about dying kids. Sure, they're not all about dying kids. A kid doesn't die in Turtles all the way down. It's a grown up who dies in that one.
2: (laughs) Never read it, but now I don't need to, thanks. You don't know
1: which grown up. I haven't read his other books. We should. There, I, I will at yeah. some point. They're mm-hmm. actually
2: pretty good. I think of the kids or young adult books we've read. I think this one was. I liked it more. It felt better. Like it felt more like a book. Like it was kind of aimed at kids, but you know, it definitely had some adult themes, and it wasn't reliant on real magic or you know, there's no, there's no like bad guy. It's not like some kid fighting for something against some great cause and you know, winning in the end. It's just a kid being a kid and then shitty things happen. It's like, wow, life sucks, kid. Hope you are ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it, isn't, it, it, it doesn't fit our modern sense of young adult books, which are, as Nate was saying, really they largely are fantasy books.
2: This is just kind of like, this is how the world works. Well, that's also so they can uh, write them as a series.
0: He
1: could have had a whole there could have been 11. sequels to this where
2: he had more friends who died. Another bridge <laughs> yeah. to
1: Terabithia.
0: Another girl dies on the bridge <laughs> to Terabithia. Every
1: time he has a girl meets a girl who runs fast, like, oh shit.
0: It's happening again.
2: By the end he realizes he's been killing them. Oh shit. <laughs> Every time he draws, he's in a fugue state and he's really murdering his friend. Well his drawings are of the way they're gonna die.
1: <laughs>
2: and then seven days
1: later that's how they die. It's just as plausible as most young adult novels. (laughs) So, uh, who should read this?
0: Uh, I mean, it's really for your, like, nine-year-old who just lost a friend in a tragic accident. (laughs) That's That's a very niche audience, (laughs) (laughs) dude. I wouldn't say as an adult you need to read it, but it was okay. I mean, it was definitely very short, too, so. You could knock it out real quick.
1: i I didn't find it tiresome. Like, it wasn't a chore to read. It wasn't like, oh, this yeah. is a shitty kid's book, as many of them are. Or yes. this is just bad. I thought it was actually pretty decent.
2: I enjoyed it. Made me sad. Got the feels. Yes, it me is, too. It is. If you want to have the feels, it is definitely good for that.
1: Or watch My Girl.
2: Well. It's about the same no, amount of time no, to read girl. this book. Probably, yeah. I
0: <laughs> guess you'd say. <laughs> Need his homework. What can make me feel this way oh, god damn it tell us what you thought yep send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com follow us on twitter at drunkguysbc, or go to facebook
2: and instagram at drunk guys book club
1: and if you listen this long don't wait till you die on that rope swing leave us a review wherever you're listening and uh maybe round up to five stars while you're at it you know it
2: costs you nothing like literally nothing it will not hurt you <laughs> but it'll help us a big time if you want it to cost you something you can also go to patreon because then you can give us money so that we can keep reading children's books as adults and having And fun drinking heavily. It. And drinking heavily because there's a lot of dead kids in these books. It was a bummer. I definitely <laughs> teared up at points in this book. Yeah, it was, it was really sad. i had it enough people that I could admit that. <laughs> and I'm not just a gay son who likes painting. <laughs> Maybe not that you know of. Oh, shit.
0: And also check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.
3: Hi, everybody. It's Mac Jackson. I wanted to invite you to a new site called the Forever Adventure Network. This website has everything. Pictures, videos, blogs. There's original music by Harmony Constant. Two podcasts. One is the MacGyver podcast, where we celebrate Richard Dean Anderson, his iconic roles, and how it's influenced our lives. There's episode discussions, interviews, and life conversations. The second podcast is the Never Gets Old podcast, where we celebrate all the best things that we love in life, from TV, movies, music, and comics. The site is also the home for the MacGyver SG-1 audio series, an ongoing adventure series that continues the adventures of MacGyver, and SG-1. There are also multiple stores to choose from for all of your pop culture and adventure needs. Come on by and check us out today and thanks for joining the adventure.